0: Monty the Musical Dog Monty was a dog who enjoyed the finer things in life. A morning bath complete with bubbles, roast beef for dinner served in a silver bowl, his own wicker basket lined with a soft tartan blanket on which to sleep. Monty was a basset hound. The much-loved pet lived in a grand old country house with a grand old dame. This grand old dame had a lifelong passion for musicals. In her younger days, Dame Emerald had been a superstar of musical theatre. She trod the boards of the West End in London and Broadway in New York. Dame Emerald knew every single word to every single song from every single show. She had an immense collection of records of all the classic musicals. She played them on her old-fashioned gramophone at full blast, singing along and reliving her glory days. As Monty heard musicals all day, every day, he grew to love them as much as his keeper. The pet would raid Dame Emerald's dressing-up box to act out scenes from the shows as the crackly old record spun round on the gramophone. Monty would become the phantom of the opera himself. For this he would don a mask, hat and cape. Or he would put on a nun's habit. Then he would spin around playing Maria from The Sound of Music. His favourite was to play the cold-hearted Javert from Les Miserables. For this, Monty would sport a long police officer's coat and one of those funny sideways hats when monty really lost himself in a character and howled along to the show tunes he would be mercilessly mocked that's because dame emerald had another pet in her country pile a black and white cat named snipe as is tradition in the animal world the cat and the dog were sworn enemies in the lounge of the house snipe would crouch on the headrest of dame emerald's armchair this was somewhere monty with his little legs could not reach the cat would wait until the old lady dozed off with a glass of her favorite tipple in her hand then from her place of safety she would snipe at monty
1: you can't sing a note you pongy old pooch
0: she purred You don't know the
2: first thing about musical theatre, you rotten old moggy.
0: Monty retorted.
2: I know the words to every song from every show. Nonsense.
1: It's not nonsense. Nonsense. Not nonsense. Well then, why oh why do you never sing the songs from this, my
0: favourite show? With that, Snipe leapt up to the highest shelf of the cabinet and pulled out a black record with the word CATS in huge white letters on it. The dog fumed. Steam came out of his ears. His eyes crossed.
2: Cats? A musical?
0: He spluttered.
2: What sorcery is this?
1: It's not sorcery. It's real,
0: replied the smug-looking cat.
1: The old dear never plays it because she knows it will hurt your poor, ickle feelings.
2: As if my feelings would be hurt by a silly show about cats,
0: snapped Monty, tears welling in his droopy eyes.
2: Then why are you crying?
1: I'm not crying. I just had something in my eye,
0: he lied.
1: A likely story, you lying hound. And it's not a silly show. It is one of the greatest musicals of all time, written by a genius composer so famous he's known simply as The Lord. Cats, the musical, has been wildly successful. Ran for decades, seen by billions of people. And do you know why? No, but I have a deep sense of
2: dread that you're about to tell me, Snipe. People love cats.
1: Nonsense! Not nonsense.
2: Nonsense of the most nonsensical order. People love dogs more.
0: Snipe's eyes narrowed.
1: If that were true, Monty, why would there be a Cat's the Musical and not a Dog's the Musical?
0: (laughs) The dog fell silent. There was no answer to that.
1: And there never, ever, ever will be a Dog's the Musical. (laughs) Do you know why? Please continue. Because dogs are dirty, smelly and sniff each other's bottoms. How dare you! When we sniff each other's behinds, we are just
0: saying hello, protested Monty.
2: Well, that is disgusting. I'll tell you what is disgusting. Pray do tell. Being a cat and boasting about cats having a musical. Snipe, I will show you. Show me what, Monty? That dogs can have their own musical. Never
1: in a million years. A a million dog years? No, a million proper years. Just you wait! I am waiting.
0: Monty growled. He stormed out of the lounge, slamming the tall wooden door shut with his tail. Passing by the old-fashioned telephone in the hallway, he spotted Dame Emerald's leather-bound address book. This had the names, addresses and telephone numbers of all her friends many of them from the world of show business. With his front paws, he began flicking through the book, wondering whether the genius composer of Cats might be in there. Bingo! There was his address. Now all Monty needed was some daring dogs willing to join him on a dangerous mission. So, the very next morning, on his walk in the park and far away from the prying eyes of that conceited cat, Monty, went to work. Dame Emerald slumped on a bench and let her precious pooch off the lead.
1: Go play, Monty. There's a good boy.
0: Monty smiled and scampered off to find his friends. Polo the Poodle, Coco the Cocker Spaniel, and Daffy the Dachshund. He greeted them all in the customary doggy fashion by sniffing each of their bottoms. Once they had all reminded themselves of whose bottoms were whose, Monty got down to business. Listen, please dogs, began Monty.
2: I need your help. To do what?
0: yapped Polo.
2: To restore the pride of dogs all over the world. My
0: goodness gracious me, said a stunned Coco. Tell us more, Monty, implored Daffy. The whole story? So Monty did just that. Out of earshot of Dame Emerald, he told his three furry friends the entire saga. How there was a smash-hit musical of cats, but not one of dogs. Needless to say, the pooches were outraged. This is a disgrace. An
2: insult to dogs everywhere. Cats will never let us forget this. We must act... "'Splendid! You feel the same way I
0: do!' said Monty.
2: "'Let's meet here in the park at midnight tonight! "'We will find the home of the Lord and force him to write a musical about dogs. "'All those who are in favour, raise a paw!'
0: "'To Monty's delight, all three dogs raised their paws. "'Later, under the cover of darkness, the dogs gathered.' Once again, they sniffed each other's bottoms to say hello. It would be rude not to, but Monty was nowhere to be seen.
1: Where is the old hound?
0: demanded Coco.
1: He called us here in the dead of night,
0: moaned Daffy. I
1: am going home,
0: declared Polo. However, they heard a car engine far off. Headlights flashed across the park.
2: It's a trap! It's the dog pound for us! We are
0: done for! As the car drew nearer, they spotted a familiar face at the steering wheel. It was Monty. Hop in! He said from the driving seat. Where did you get this? asked Coco. It's my mistress's Bentley. Now
2: get in before she notices it's gone.
0: The excited dogs all leapt in the back, and the battered old car roared off into the night's adventure. They arrived at the tall brass gates of the Lord's Castle in the early hours of the morning. To their great annoyance, the name of the residence was Cat's Castle. The dogs scaled the wall by all climbing on top of each other, making a ladder of dogs. Once inside the huge grounds, they scrambled up the turrets and located the master bedroom. As predicted, the legendary composer was fast asleep in his piano-shaped bed. The dogs peered at him through the window. There were more cats than you can count in the Lord's bedroom. Cats on the carpet, cats on the chaise long, cats curled up asleep on the bed. It was a circus of cats.
2: I should have known the Lord was a cat person,
0: whined Monty.
2: The worst kind of person,
0: added Polo.
2: Shush! Let's be as quiet as we can, so as not to wake him up.
0: Did you hear that, everyone? announced Daffy in far too loud a voice. Be quiet! Shush! shushed Monty. Shush! repeated the dachshund.
2: No, I meant you, Daffy. Oh.
0: Monty slid his long, slobbery tongue under the window and slowly pushed it up. Now that it was open... He led his pack of dog commandos through.
2: We need to get the Lord away from these nasty moggies. You know how vicious they can be.
0: Just as they were nearing the piano-shaped bed, Coco trod on a sleeping cat's tail. Screamed the cat, waking all the others up. The cats went bananas. Their sworn enemy, dogs, had broken into their master's bedroom. The dogs all began barking. This woke the Lord. He sat up in his bed. The world famous composer was wearing red silk pyjamas, with the Lord sewn onto the pocket in black letters. He cried at seeing his bedroom full of dogs. The Lord leapt out of bed and fled down the hallway. He screamed. After him, ordered Monty, as the dogs gave chase The cats raced after them. They pinged out their razor-sharp claws, they bared their fangs, and they thumped their tails hard on the floor. One by one, the cats began launching themselves at the dogs. As you might expect a bazillionaire composer, the Lord's castle was full of priceless antiques, silk rugs, oil paintings, Venetian glass chandeliers, bronze busts and porcelain vases. All went crash, bang, wallop, smash, thump, smashing onto the floor as the cats and dogs went to war. Monty was out in front and could see that the Lord was getting away, sliding down the banister in his silk pajamas. Monty took a running jump and launched himself at the Lord. The dog flew through the air landing hard on the man's back. He knocked the Lord onto his highly polished marble floor. So highly polished was it, that as soon as his silk pajamas made contact, he flew across it faster than a runaway train. Monty stood on the man's back, riding him like a surfboard. They slid along the hallway, straight into the music room, crashing to a grand piano. Ouch, yelped the Lord. Monty was thrown into the air, and landed with a thud on a pristine white sofa. No paws on the sofa! shouted the Lord. Being a good dog, Monty jumped off. By this time, the other three dogs had caught up with him. They tumbled into the music room, cats swarming all over them. Some were digging their claws into the dogs' backs, others were using their fangs to bite into the dogs' ears. Some were even thumping the dogs on the head with their tails. Others were doing all three.
2: I demand to know why there's a pack of dogs in my castle.
0: Thundered the Lord. There was no time to answer. The dogs had to fight back. They swung the cats round by their tails until they were nothing but a blur. And then they let go. there was more than enough room to swing a cat in the castle. The cats all bounced off the walls! Fish! Bash! Bosh! Stop this madness at once, bellowed the lord. All the animals stopped what they were doing and stood in silence. No one liked being told off by a lord. Explain yourself, dog, he demanded, looking straight at Monty. <laughs> Sir, spluttered Monty. Lord,
2: uh, Lord, may I just begin by saying I am a huge admirer of your work? Get on with it. But I was shocked to discover you have written a musical about cats, but not one about dogs. Well, cats are magical
0: and mysterious, reasoned the composer.
2: And dogs, well, they sniff each other's bottles.
0: The cats all sniggered. <coughs> For goodness sake,
2: we are just saying hello. Polo,
0: lock the door. The poodle did as he was told.
2: What is the meaning of this?
0: Spluttered the lord.
2: I cannot be kept prisoner in my own castle. Oh, yes, you can. You are not leaving this room until you've written a musical about dogs.
0: Or what? Demanded the lord. Dogs? What will we do? The dogs all took up places around the music room. It was packed full of awards. Each dog picked up one with their paws. Take your dirty paws off my
2: Oscars, Tonys, Olivier's, Grammys and Emmys,
0: ordered the Lord.
2: We will take a whittle on each and every one of your awards unless you write a show about us dogs.
0: The Lord was so exasperated that it looked as if he were going to burst into tears. The cats began stalking the dogs and hissing.
2: Cats, back off. These dogs mean business. His
0: pets arched their backs and retreated. Dogs, I will write your musical, said the Lord.
2: And put it on the stage, said Monty. No, I'll be a laughings dog. Why? Well,
0: began the Lord.
2: I can't write Cats the musical and then Dogs the musical. What next? Hamsters the musical? It could be a big hit with rodents,
0: reasoned Coco.
2: Never! I am a great artist. Get to work,
0: Lord, ordered Monty.
2: Or your awards. get it.
0: Fortunately for a man who had composed 597 musicals in his lifetime, writing all the tunes on the grand piano came easily to the Lord. Soon there was song after song after song. Their titles were Give Me Your Last Sausage. Give me your last sausage. Slurp, slurp, slurp from the toilet bowl.
2: Slurp, slurp, slurp from the toilet bowl.
0: Barking up the wrong tree. Barking up the wrong tree. Slobber on the window.
2: Slobber on the window.
0: If you love me, then tickle my tummy.
2: If you love me, then tickle my tummy.
0: I will sleep in your bed and you can have the basket. I will sleep
2: in your bed and you can have the basket.
0: Don't blame your blow-off on me. Don't blame your blow-off on me. And of course... The standout hit from the show, Sniffing Each Other's Bottoms.
2: Sniffing Each Other's Bottoms.
0: There was one particular song that Monty had to force the Lord to write, or his Lifetime Achievement Award would be wazzled on. It was entitled simply, Cats Suck. By dawn, the musical was finished. Fast work, Lord, congratulated Monty. Actually, this one took me a lot longer than usual, replied the composer.
2: Next, I will book out one of my very own theatres in London's glittering West End, find a director, cast some actors, and have the show up and running by the end of the month. Now, dogs, will you please get out of one of my many houses? With pleasure, but we will just take these awards with us for safekeeping,
0: said Monty, indicating for his fellow dogs to do so. No, said the Lord.
2: You can have them back on the opening night. That way we will know you're a man of your word. So be it. I will see you all on the first night of Dogs the Musical.
0: Went all the cats, who were absolutely fuming. A month later, the pack of dogs gathered outside the theatre, as the great and the good arrived for the opening of the composer's latest masterpiece. Royalty, film stars, music legends, all were clamouring to get into the Lord Theatre to witness Dogs, the musical by the Lord. At Monty's insistence, there was a sign outside the theatre that read, Entry of cats is strictly forbidden. The four dogs... Monty, Polo, Coco and Daffy all took their seats in the front row two of them on either side of the Lord himself they were clutching his precious awards in their paws just in case he tried any funny business Dame Emerald happened to be in the audience among the famous faces but she dozed off the moment the lights went down the orchestra struck up and the musical extravaganza began A single tear ran down Monty's cheek. He couldn't have felt prouder. At long last, dogs had their own musical. And not only that, it had been written by one of the greatest composers of all time.
2: Thank you so much,
0: my lord, whispered Monty.
2: This is a night that will go down in dog history. Yes, yes, yes. Now can I have my awards back? At the curtain
0: call, bah! The show itself was lavish. It must have cost millions. Monty counted 50 actors on the stage, many of them legendary knights and dames of the theatre. All wore furry leotards with stuck-on tails. Their faces were painted with makeup, so they looked like dogs. All 50 pranced around the stage, singing, dancing and sniffing each other's bottoms. The show went splendidly, The sets were stunning, the scene changes seamless, and the lighting beautiful. What's more, the great composer had delivered one of his most memorable musical scores. Every song was a showstopper. The star-studded audience was devouring it like doggy chocks. Then the closing number began. The one Monty had forced the Lord to write. Cats suck. The words to the song went as follows. Cats suck, don't you agree? They leave hair all over the settee. What other animal licks itself clean and coughs up fur balls after they preen? Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Cats aren't nice and cats aren't pretty. They are forever Monty. It's utterly revolting. They should all be cursed, as cats are the worst. Monty was happily singing along to the song when he heard an all-too-familiar sound ringing in his ear. It wasn't just any old hiss. Oh, no. Monty knew this hiss only too well. It was his arch-enemy, Snipe. The troublesome Moggy had leapt onto the back of Monty's seat. Who dragged the cat in? demanded Monty.
1: I hid in Dame Emerald's fur coat.
2: You're not welcome here. Didn't you see the sign outside the theatre? Entry of cats is strictly forbidden.
1: Oh, I saw that. But cats make up their own rules. This Dogs the Musical is an absolute disgrace. Quite frankly, as a cat, I am disgusted. Wonderful! As is the entire cat community. Perfect! (laughs) Oh, it is perfect, yes. Revenge will be sweet.
0: Monty looked alarmed.
1: Whatever do you mean, revenge? My
2: fellow
0: cats! Attack! All of a sudden, hundreds of cats appeared from beneath every coat, handbag and even wig in the theatre. It was clear that all this had been planned perfectly. The cats launched themselves at the actors on the stage. The cats destroyed the set by chewing it. They ripped the red velvet curtains to shreds with their razor-sharp claws. Worst of all, the cats even ambushed the theatre usher and stole all his tubs of ice cream. It was pandemonium or cat demonium. See your William's Dictionary for the full definition.
2: Abandon the theatre!
0: We're under attack! Cat attack! shouted the Lord from the front row, wrestling his many awards from the bemused dogs and making his escape. As the show's composer fled his own theatre, all the great and the good followed close behind. Except for Dame Emerald, who was still fast asleep. Now all that was left inside the theatre were the four dogs and hundreds of cats. The cats formed a circle round their enemies.
2: The brave thing to do, my fellow dogs, is stay and fight,
0: began Monty.
2: But I feel, in this instance, the sensible thing to do is run away, run away as fast as you can.
0: That's exactly what they did. The dogs fled the theatre, the street, and the whole of London's glittering West End, pursued by the army of cats. Back at Dame Emerald's country house, Monty was plunged into a waking nightmare. Every single night, Snipe waited for Dame Emerald to doze off on the sofa, and then blasted cats from the gramophone. Snipe played the album so loudly that it could be heard in every room in the house and even for miles around. Monty covered his ears with his paws and howled and howled and howled. But nothing could drown out the sound of singing cats. sniggered Snipe as she administered this terrible torture dogs the musical was a disaster the show was forced to close after just one night however soon after the lord found his castle invaded by a thousand angry hamsters they were furious that not only did cats have a musical but dogs did too and they didn't so the poor composer had to go to work on a new show strangely Hamsters the musical, turned out to be a monster hit. The problem was that the guinea pigs were not happy, nor the gerbils, and the rabbits were furious. Night after night, groups of angry animals broke down the door to the Lord's castle to demand he compose a show for them. Soon London's glittering West End was awash with the Lord's musicals about every single animal imaginable. Hamsters the musical, gerbils the musical, geckos the musical, spider monkeys the musical, butchery the musical, guinea pigs the musical, parrots the musical, Frogs, the musical. Terrapins, the musical. Ferrets, the musical. Wasps, the musical. Elephants, the musical. Rabbits, the musical. Pot-bellied pigs, the musical. Worms, the musical. Anteaters, the musical. Goats, the musical. Stoats, the musical. And even stick insects, the musical.